I speed run getting blocked in this episode, but not because I want to, but because of my stupidity. Okay, so let's start this story by rewinding a bit in my life by a few years and going to the section in my life which I would describe as the first year of my junior college, aka the very first year of my college experience. So in the first year, I had this girl in class who let's call her Steffi. And she was the extroverted girl, kind, caring, got well along with everyone. You know, I think you are trying to understand the picture that I paint of this girl. And naturally, because she was a crowd favorite among the class, the class voted her as the class monitor, okay? And I didn't have many friends back then, let alone a single female friend. And I knew it was very important to have friends because it's the friends who make the very same college experience vastly different for you. And if you are the person who has had the experience of having friends and not having friends and having the contrast between the two, you would just understand the example I mentioned. Case in point, I thought that if I could befriend Steffi, aka the class monitor, I could get access to all the class notes and announcements before anyone else. So there was a motive, a motive from my side to become a friend and the only thing that was left was for me to act upon it. So I thought, how do I act upon this, right? And the, the most natural way that I decided to act upon my means to an end that was to befriend Steffi was by sending her a text. And uh, because you won't find me approaching a woman on this podcast, that will frankly never happen. You know, you got to walk on your strengths and pretend to not know your weaknesses. I'm just kidding, of course. But since the texting was my stronghold and approaching a woman was my probability zero, I went with the texting option. And surprisingly, she responded back to me rather quickly. And she was as I found out later on, was very open to conversation. She wasn't the type that would give you a hard time or would be a very difficult texter. And now, now I know, of course, that the first text from my side could very well be, can you or do you want to be my friend? Will you be my friend? But I just think that befriending someone you don't know is weird, you know, especially from her side because I am the one who would be putting the proposal. Secondly, most friendships, I think, are implied. Implied meaning, as you spend more and time, more and more time with the other person, what happens is uh, you get to know the other person and the other person gets to know you. And at a certain point, both of you think that you both are friends. You know, you'd never have to pop that question. I implore you to look at your friendships in life. Look at your past. When was the last time, you know, you asked the, your current friends or your past friends about asking them, you know, explicitly, will you be my friend? Or, or did you notice that you just spent time with these people and over a period of time, it was it, after you got to know them and they got to know you implicitly, you know, like it was an understanding that you both were friends, you know, there was no need to ask such a question. And so again, based on that implicitly becoming friends logic, I thought that I needed to get to know her and she needed to get to know me so that we could become friends implicitly. 
usually some people not all would give preference i think to strange uh, friends over strangers and acquaintances so even though i knew that i could get the notes and announcements from steffi without being a friend i knew that if i did become a friend i would get priority treatment from her meaning she would give me access to the notes and announcements before anyone else now i know i do make this seem transactional and how i can get the most from her and it sounds like you know what can i take 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 from her and i'm not mentioning what i can give to her and yes there is that aspect but i also do have to address that half of you assume i'm a sociopath and the other half think i'm manipulating her now before we jump on the guns and the horses and the cars i have to tell you this that i i think personally most people become friends with other people because we can get something from them no i'm not saying what you think i'm saying i'm just saying that it doesn't have to be money or any material good it can be something as simple as shared interests good conversations or even something as basic as a good time i i highly doubt you would be friends with a person if you didn't have a good time with them so i think that if you can name one good thing about them them being your friend that you like then you're using that part of them for you and you know for your benefit and i know when i phrase it that way it does sound absolutely weird but in the same way they are using your interesting part for you know for them for example if you pride yourself on being honest your friend can uses your honesty for their benefit they know that if they trust on you the, you will be honest with them right they can benefit they the it's like you they know that you won't lie you are not a loss to them right does that make sense i hope that makes sense so the balance is maintained essentially where both of you are happy and that is why you remain friends now of course there's more to friendship you know friendship is very nuanced it simply can't be boiled down to a concept of give and take so i do understand that and i am not trying to boil down the concept of friendship to a simple give and take i was just trying to give you an explanation for why i am not a sociopath now that discussion of the nuances of friendship are irrelevant to our episode so let's come back to my story so in my attempts to become very good friends with her i started to increase my frequency of texts and the quality of my texts because if there because the motive was to become good friends with her and to receive priority treatment and for that i needed to become good friends with her and that would of course become by getting to know each other better but the questions that i did ask her in the chat while getting to know her weren't surface level they were very deep open ended and thought provoking questions because i was genuinely interested to get to know her you know and people like her and stuff and in general i think that it is a good rule of thumb to know why people people befriend you or are why are they friends with you you know to know what it is that you provide them and what it is that they receive from you and it could be many things it could be one thing but again if we go back to a prior example it could be something as simple as honesty or it could be something as a good uh, as you know as something as simple as good time as in as in they like spending uh, time with you or they like your company continuing on with my story she's responding to me she as in steffi and she's replying to me faster and faster as in after i send her a text uh, you know out of the blue she comes online right from offline to online that transition is getting faster and faster it just shows that i am getting closer and closer in her good books 
and i am on the good on the right trajectory to become becoming with good friends with her and so whenever did she did come online we chatted for hours right she didn't leave the chat and there was an interesting back and forth between us there was jokes banter questions from her side where she was genuinely interested in getting to know me as well so i think that within 2 weeks i could say that we had become very good friends implicitly of course over text see both of us more than her i think uh, me more than her i would like to say was awkward in person right so we never ended up speaking in person right even though we were on you know on a text text uh, texting app we were texting for hours you know after college hours getting to know each other in in college however we never were to you know the bold enough at least me i was a very awkward socially awkward guy who couldn't speak to women so we never spoke in person in college but we knew that when we looked at each other in college in person that yes that is the person whom i'm texting for to yeah to who i'm texting to for hours at home essential and so as i said in two weeks we did become very good friends and i had achieved my goal and i could simply use the benefits benefits meaning to get notes and announcements super quickly when and how i needed them or essentially uh, the priority treatment so i kept using the service i shouldn't call it that that would be dissing her too hard you know okay for basically give or take around a month right so after i became a friend within two weeks around more 30 plus days uh, add 30 days to that time period where i used this uh, you know this benefit that i had gained from this friendship and around that period while i was you know you know while we remained friends i used to notice that on on her stories she used to post videos of her dancing and lip syncing you know the very common type of tiktok video where you would do such a thing and uh, nothing new and back then when the story is from tiktok was booming in india before shortly after again it was banned till the date today and i only used to watch uh, the her videos as in steffi's videos uh, the videos that she used to post on her stories passively without commenting on them or addressing or asking her anything about it but i i think that there are three types of people when it comes to watching tiktok videos or you know just to relating with tiktok videos right or at least that is my huge simplification for and classification for this episode so okay the first one would be the type to create such videos like steffi who would dance who would lip sync etc etc the second would be the type who would be the audience for such type of videos who would watch such videos and like such videos and the third type would be me just me who are the type who are not interested in this medium whatsoever but dumped on it hard regardless so imagine me back then found it very funny to pass borderline sensitive remarks to people making such videos i must make it clear that i have since long stopped this habit of mine however let's continue on with my story one day after i wa- had watched enough of the this dancing and lip syncing videos that steffi used to post on a story i decided to approach her over text to address it or to have a conversation about it and what i what i did was i asked her whether she liked doing these type of videos and she replied positively indicating that she enjoyed making them and my questions didn't stop there you see because i quickly became the annoying why guy as in the guy who would continuously ask why after each question and not proceed to stop you know why but why why 
Some say you can't feel emotions over text, but something tells me that back then, that day when I was being the annoying why guy, she clearly was able to see that it was no longer curiosity from my side and that with each increasing why that I spammed in the chat, it was clearly, you know, taking a direction towards mockery. And so what happened was that it was, I think that back then it was as if I was trying to get her to make fun of herself or something. I wasn't entirely sure, but maybe it was me projecting my own issues at her back then. And I have to say, you know, very distinctly that she did not take the mockery very well. I could see her get agitated, you know, with the replies, but I was clearly too stupid to understand when to stop and let alone when I had taken things too far. And so I jokingly typed, you know, because I, maybe I had somewhat a level of self-awareness that I typed, am I blocked yet? Lol. And I have to say that that text message that I typed did not get delivered slash sent till this date. It only meant one thing, your boy, Mr. Relatable had been blocked. So while I was uh, out there, you know, jokingly taking things too far on earth, realized, realizing when I had to stop, she was in the settings blocking me. And what happened is simply that I was blocked and it didn't take me too long to realize that I had made a mistake or that I had been blocked because of it. I want to give props to Steffi for not taking any BS from me and immediately blocking me. She clearly had been in this situation before or many times and or had experience prior or beforehand as to what to do in such a situation. And after that, you know, what do you think happened in college? I would say that our gazes never met and it became even more awkward for the both of us. And the foundation that we had so carefully built, the friendship between us had come crashing down and had been destroyed by me. Now I couldn't be her friend, let alone, you know, take any notes or announcements from her. And of course the latter would be the last of my priorities, but all's well that ends well. And thankfully this story has a good ending too. But for that, we, my friends, are going to have to extend the time horizon a bit to see the bigger picture. And if we fast forward a year in the story or for the events in the story, we find that after one year of the incident of blocking, I was unblocked. And how did I find out that I was unblocked? Well, I was able to see her stories back again. And that was when I realized that I had been unblocked. And I was thinking whether she had forgotten what I had uh, told her, you know, but maybe that was just me assuming things, you know, I highly doubt that people forget when you treat them rudely. And uh, I, so the first thing I did, the very first thing was apologize for my mistake, which I had committed one year prior and set things straight to start things on a new slate. I knew that I couldn't fix what was broken. I had chosen this very path and that it was best, I thought, that for me and her to stay away from each other. And after that, I barely texted her, if, even for notes and announcements. I only texted her in case of emergencies, uh, if I was not able to receive what I wanted from anyone else. And most of the time, she used to leave me on red. And rightfully so, I do not question that bit at all. After the way I treated her, she could treat me almost the way she wanted, honestly. And she moved on with her life. After that, so did I. 
and we both forgot about each other. I had to genuinely sit down and recall these interactions between the two of us for this episode. And let's do another time skip in the story. It's been four years since that incident, and at the present, we are in the same class. Uh, of course, that means we are in the same college, pursuing the same degree, and are in our final year. And I don't think that if I were to say, make this comment, that I don't think that both of us actively remember what went down four years earlier. As in, if we were to think long and hard about it, yeah, she would know that I was, you know, I still treated her rudely. But actively, we do. If our gazes meet, we look at each other neutrally. I think that we both have grown and changed a lot as individuals. And the lesson I learned most importantly was that you shouldn't make fun of other people and uh, other people as in uh, people and for the things they like. And uh, yes, the things that people like may be different from you and there is a chance that you might not understand it. But that doesn't give you the right to, you know, make fun of it or whatever they like. Since then, of course, I have taken this lesson to the heart and I have been more and more open towards people and their diverse interests. And I've only asked questions genuinely, you know, sincerely about their interests and what got them into their interests so I could be more educated uh, on the new interests. And I have completely, once again, as I said, stopped uh, making fun of people and the, for them doing the things that they like. And that is essentially the story of how I got blocked the end